Genesis 21, 8 through 21. And the child grew and was weaned. And Abraham made a great feast on the day that Isaac was weaned. But Sarah saw the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, whom she had born to Abraham, laughing. So she said to Abraham, cast out this slave woman with her son, for the son of this slave woman shall not be an heir with my son Isaac. And the thing was very displeasing to Abraham on account of his son. But God said to Abraham, be not displeased because of the boy and because of the slave woman. Whatever Sarah says uh, to you, do as she tells you. For through Isaac, your offspring shall be named. And I will make a nation of the son of the slave woman because he is your offspring. So Abraham rose early in the morning and took bread and a skin of water and gave it to Hagar, putting it on her shoulder, along with the child, and he sent her away. And she departed and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba. When the water in the skin was gone, she put the child under one of the bushes. Then she went and sat down opposite of him, a good way off, about a distance of a bowshot. For she said, let, not, let me not look on the death of the child. And she sat opposite of him and lifted up her voice and wept. And God heard the voice of the boy. And the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven and said to her, What troubles you, Hagar? Fear not, for God has heard the voice of the boy where he is. Up, lift up the boy and hold him fast, for I will make him a great nation. Then God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water. And she went and filled the skin with water and gave the boy a drink. And God was with the boy, and he grew up, and he lived in the wilderness and became an expert with the bow. And he lived in the wilderness of Paran, and his mother took a wife for him in the land or from the land of Egypt. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay, very interesting story. Mm. Sarah, when she back when she was Sarai, uh, wanted Abram to take Hagar. She was like, I can't give you children. Right. And now she's had the son of the promise. Right. Hagar, of course, had Ishmael. Now Sarah's had the son of the promise. Um, you know, from what we know, it's not that Ishmael was a young boy this time. He probably would have been about 14 years old or That's so. That's right. Yeah. Um, maybe even 15, right? Because now uh Isaac is weaned. So uh -huh. it's probably about a year or so after I mean or maybe longer than you know the weaning yeah. process. Yeah, <laughs> then it may have been like <laughs> two years. Say, right, right, yeah. right. And so um yeah, so now uh Isaac is weaned. So I mean, Ishmael's kind of coming of age here. Um but Sarah is crushed by it. She doesn't like the, the rivalry between her and, and Hagar is intense. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, something that's interesting because people will say, well, what about like these patriarchs, right? They had multiple wives or they slept with multiple women. Like, what right. are we to make of that? But, you know, I think it's interesting over and over in the Bible, it never really works out for them, no. right? This is not a good situation, right? right? And so, there's no blessing and right. Going and so it's God's not like, oh, plan. Abraham had Hagar and he had Sarah, and he was blessed in that, right? No, no, no. that is not. He wasn't blessed. This no. is the point of this. Exactly. This is a horrible story here. It, right. it comes to this horrible point where Hagar's literally left her son for dead under a bush, and she doesn't want to see him die, and she's about to die, mm -hmm. and God begins to intervene, and and it's so interesting too that even though this is not the son of the promise. Even though, as we have kind of talked about in the past, at least with the descendants of Lot, uh, the descendants of Ishmael also would cause the people of Israel, the descendants of Abraham, trouble. Yes. God cares for them and blesses them. Right. It's a very interesting passage. It is. So 
What's your thoughts, Jennifer? Well, one thing that jumped out is that immediately after we were talking yesterday about the laughter that um, we see here that Ishmael is laughing um, at Abraham um, and or at the at uh, Isaac. But this is, again, this different kind of laughter where there's a mocking. Um, yes. You know, idea here. And it just made me think of how God really, despite, you know, mocking so many places in the Bible, you're counted, you know, it's wicked to mock God, to mock others, um, to despise. It's like one thing I heard Tim Keller say this one time, God despises despisers. Um, and that you really do get this sense. Like he struggled, Hagar has struggled with this, um, mocking Sarai before. And now Ishmael is doing the same. And so Abraham finds himself in this impossible situation. Again, we cannot blame God for this. This is of his own making where it's like... This was not God's plan. No, he has to choose um, between these sons. And you just imagine his heart is just broken over this. And yet he has to send Ishmael away because, I mean, and there is a sense where you have to there does need to be a commitment from the whole family to Isaac. I mean, he is the son of promise. Um, So you can't, to me, it kind of highlights this. You can't live in both camps. Like if you're going to despise God and, or God's ways, you will find yourself outside of his family. There's something very like, you know, heaven and hell kind of reminiscent of this story. Yeah. And and, yeah. And, and, and there's, it's almost like there's, common grace here or special grace. I mean, you know, it's interesting. Like, I don't know, like how to, how to describe God's plans for Ishmael and his descendants, right. but there is at least blessing. Like, yeah. is there salvation? Right. You know, but there is at least consideration from the Lord. There's right. at least blessing. Well, there. I do think we forget that God loves all people. God right. so loved the world. I mean, he does love everyone. We just, um, you know, we have very specific ideas about what that love should look like. And um, it kind of reminds it's like, you know, the rain falls on the just and the That's unjust. Right, yeah. It's like, why? It's like, God does love Ishmael, but also there is no way of salvation for Ishmael if he will not submit to God's way. Yeah. And, um, and, 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 and again, we, I think we forget that it's God that made him a great nation for his purposes right right? yeah and um yeah so it's a very 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 fascinating story yeah Yeah. again i think i think a couple of takeaways uh, like you said i think it's 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 a good lesson in that god has a concern for the things of the world it's it's another lesson to me that god so loved abraham that he wanted to see all of his descendants blessed yeah and then another thing is you know let's just trust the way of the lord uh the way of the lord is always right um the way of the Lord, even though it seems difficult now, um, you know, creates clarity and it creates, you know, yeah. wholeness and righteousness and ultimately shalom if it is followed right. rightly. Because again, Ishmael could have partaken in the, even in his life on earth, um, the blessing of God if he had just given up his right as the first point, it really was just giving up his right. He That's didn't right. have to yeah. give up his, his riches or his place in the family. Or yeah. He could have been know, grafted experience. in, in a sense. Exactly. You know? yeah. And so that is also very instructive. It's like, we have to give up our, or like humble, be humble before God and submit yeah. to his way. Amen. Well, for Jennifer McClish, I'm Jason Dees. Thanks for listening to our daily rhythm. 
I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and our daily rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.